Yo, what's up, dude? We got some. I mean, uh, the movies are coming. So the movies are coming. The movies are coming. (laughs) I mean, it seems like every week we got something new to talk about, and uh, this week we got. Listen, I'll take it because last year at this time we were like, "What are we gonna talk about right now besides movie theaters not opening up?" (laughs) Yo, word. It was just us complaining about it every week, right? Like, uh, but no. uh, This time we got trailers for. the Forever Purge and and Hotel Transylvania Four Transformania. Oh, I get it now. I find I just clicked with me. Transformania it's Four. It's Four. Yeah, Transylvania. Like, oh. Yes, it's Part Four. Let's break yeah. that one down first. It's Part Four of the beloved Adam Sandler franchise, Hotel Transylvania. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm weird. I'm a big fan of of the franchise. I got kids. I know they fucking love it too. And this one looks. Cool, because we were wondering what they were going to do after part three. Yeah. Because it, it was going to be up, right? Exactly. It was going to be either a wedding for Drac, right? Or a, something completely different. And they went yes. to something completely d- a different route, which is awesome. And it refreshes the whole, the whole, the whole concept because now we got the, the monsters transforming into humans and we got fucking, um, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, the main kid. Yeah, and he's transforming into a monster. He's transforming into a so, fucking monster, yeah. So, it looks like fun. I mean, yeah, I, uh, I, got nothing, I got nothing against Hotel Transylvania. I think they're good movies, like, you know, and they look good, first yeah. and foremost. Agreed. Agreed. Like, and with this trailer, too, it's just right in line with those. Like, they didn't skip a beat. Like, um, that actual transformation scene yep. where he's like flipping around and spinning and like that looks good like that looks like 2d like, yeah you remember how like like looney tunes kind of shit yes, looks like yeah exactly um but they've always like to your point they've always looked good like even um yeah. uh, the, uh, the previous one part three where the kraken was out and was going mean oh, yeah, in that whole atlantis yeah. scene that was just, it just looked great yeah. and it's cool that um they're making movies like that and they're taking it seriously in terms of like design and just uh yes. and just a presentation it's not just like oh let's just throw it out there, piece it together again for the kids or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. You know they're legit going for it, and it's cool. I, I believe we spoke about this in the past when we spoke about a uh, Hubie Halloween. How like it's just yes. great how Adam Sandler and his whole crew is back for this, and they always do a great job with the voice cast. They always do a great job of portraying all their you know respective characters, and I'm excited right. about this one, man. Um, I'm curious to see how long it's been. In, in the story since uh, the cruise. Right. You know? Right. Yes. So, uh, I don't know. Yes. I'm down for it, though. Um, it looks way much better than the Forever Purge or Purge Forever. Pur- forever Purge, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. The Forever Purge. Like, so with the first Purge, they took on um, racism. Right, like just just bluntly put it out there, like they really went for racism. But listen, and now that's now the we're core. getting racism. That's yeah, the core word. of the purge, because um, the purge. First of all, if you haven't seen the first purge, stop what you're doing right now. I yeah, go watch from, the. First I excuse purge. you from this episode and go watch the first purge, because honestly, that that was the best well put together purge movie that I've seen in ter- from, from start to end. Because in that one, you get the reasoning behind the like why the purge even started and obviously it was a class thing they started in Staten Island they wanted to yeah. uh, the people in the project to start fighting and killing each other and blah 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 um but that one is overall well put together and the last sequence uh, the third act with the action inside the project building fucking awesome. yeah it's it's the kind of movie where when they announced there'd be another one we were like uh, why? Yeah, because they, you you kind of peaked. Like, yeah, you peaked with this. You gave me like, the first purge, and like I'm good with that. <laughs> you know. Um, but this one, um, 
This one is called The Forever Purge. So apparently, according to the right. trailer, from what I gathered, it looks like some people are taking more than just a day to purge themselves, right? Yeah, it's, you know, this this time it's racism again. Again, but, but like against Mexicans. Border, yeah. Yeah, but with, like, the border control. And, like, you know, so now, like you said, now the premise is people just didn't want to stop purging after the one day thing, which... Yeah, which is something I'm. Uh, I've honestly thought about from the beginning, right? Like you, you hear yeah. the concept, and you're like, "What stops people from just?" It's a good stopping? thought. It, it's true because, yeah. like, what happens throughout the year on a non-purge day when it comes to violence and crime? That's never really spoken about in those movies. Like, right. all we know in those movies is that oh, this one day everyone gets to fucking kill each other, and there's no consequences. Yeah, and often that's where they end. Like, it starts when the purge starts and it ends where the purge ends. And then that's the end of the movie, right? Yeah, like, that's it, why that's why it kind of works. That's why you can kind of keep spitting out these movies in a, like in a way. Yeah, it'll get, like, bogged down because it's not a, like a Saw story where you're following an actual character throughout the movies. But it's, right. it's an event. You can use this in, like, an anthology way to right. kind of fuck around with the concept. But the way they've been using it. Honestly, they seem to be very small-minded when it comes to that concept. Yeah, like and, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and this now, one just kind of feeds that same small-mindedness, honestly. And, and yeah, because now they're just tossing out the concept completely. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, it's full anarchy now. And, you know, it's like, ah, oh, maybe you... But then again, The Purge also has... It also has, uh, like, three, four movies already before Forever Purge. Two seasons of a TV show. Oh, God, yeah. So, like... We they've done enough stories to where it's like, yeah, they're kind of done with it. Let's throw out the baby with the bathwater kind of thing. But yeah, um, I it's still kind of like yeah, throw out that baby. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's kind of like uh, I get the idea that this is the last one. Even in the trailer, they is say it? the purge will be concluded. Is I it? mean, it should. I, yeah, it, you know, it you're right. It should have been. I, I know, the more, the more I'm talking, uh, yeah. the more like, yeah, you're it's right. Like, yeah. It's like, if this makes like even a million dollars in the box office, it'd be like it's a fucking success. Let's make another one. <laughs> Let's yeah, make we're, purge we're forever. <laughs> purge forever. Purge forever. Purge apocalypse. It's gonna be purge like (laughs) purge apocalypse. Purge like under siege. And then just uh, what? Oh yeah, because have they had a the purge before? They have right. Part one was the purge, yeah, right? That was yeah. Okay. Part one was the purge. It, it's you know always how, been the purge. Yeah, we, we call you know it how purge. Some, <laughs> some franchises just add the in front of it, and that's a sequel. Yeah, the, you know. No, no, that was the first one, and then Anarchy Election Year First Purge. First Purge was the that was the prequel one. That was the war they tried to reset it. Remember? Yeah, and, they tried, and that's that's why we're like. Oh, why are you doing this again? But, especially with, especially you know, with the first purge, like they, they tried to reset it. But honestly, that could have been just a standalone purge movie, and I would have been fine even without the other previous <sighs> movies. Honestly, because you get everything yeah, you need off off of that movie. Period. Yeah, because the more the more we talk about Forever Purge, the more I'm like, oh, because you know, movies don't handle that whole Mexico border relationship. Yeah, well. they really don't. Yeah, they really don't. And then. A franchise like The Purge, where it's all like super exaggerated and like, oh, we're tackling the racism of this, and like dudes in cowboy hats going speak yeah. English, you baner. You know? <laughs> 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 like it's still, it's kind of yeah. like, oh, okay, like I don't want to see it. I I hate those stories. Where I'm like, yeah, because oh, they're always uh, like yeah. you said, going Agreed. back to going back to the whole thing. It's always so small minded. It's always so like it's always so condensed, but at the center of it all is um, the actress who actually plays a huge role in what we're talking about today, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure what her name is, but we'll we'll get that from you in a little while. (laughs) But welcome, folks, to episode 68 of the Morg, an official Corpse Feed podcast. And with me always is my awesome producer, Mr. Nick Valdez. Howdy, Tex. Howdy, everybody. Oh, man. Like, we we have movies, Arturo. We have movies, man. And as you were saying um, when we were uh, talking about the trailers um, earlier, we finally have, like, weekly content. Whether it's streaming, as we're going to talk about in a bit, in our main attraction with Army of the Dead, available on Mm -hmm. Netflix. Um, Whether it's 
in the theaters, like next week, we're going to go check out A Quiet Place too, right? And the, and the week after that, yes. The Conjuring 3, right? So we're yes. rolling, man. We're fucking rolling over here. We're at least getting some some not trash content finally, you know? Even in streaming, we're getting things that are a bit bigger in budget, a right. bit bigger in scope as well as our main attraction for today, um, The Army of the Dead uh, by Zack Snyder. They're not what you think they are. They're smarter. They're faster. They're organized. The best that you can hope for is to die. Oh, we hear Zack Snyder again with we, like fucking. We hear big Zack Snyder again. Fucking. So before we get right into everything and break this shit down, Tex, is it a wait for it, a pay for it, or stay away from it? Okay, under normal circumstances, like if this were in the theaters, I would say wait for it. I'd I be agree. like, oh yeah, just just wait till it hits Netflix. But since it's already on, it's already Netflix, on Netflix. Like, so you might as well just watch it. Um, yeah, like yeah. that. That's my that's my overall rating. For Agreed. It before because, we dive into spoilers, yeah, yeah, honestly, because this is like the best content on Netflix. I know we had a conversation. I think in the last episode of the previous one about just the quality of the Netflix content, and I think yeah. now they're kind of um, they're starting to get that. You know what I mean? So now um, with this movie. Uh, for instance, it looks great, meaning that they have yeah, a lot of like, money put into it. Yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, like, it's, legit it's a not like movie. It's not a Netflix movie. Like mm-hmm. you're saying, there, there there is a huge difference between like a Netflix original movie where, yeah, they put their money in, they put they put their money in their projects, but like this is it's it's huge. Like it's a movie movie. Big know? time. It's, yeah. Um, and just to kind of feed off of that same energy, when you notice the movie just looks fantastic. Like. I was telling Tex, damn, this looks like theater quality shit. Like, it's a legit popcorn action. It's a little bit on the long side, but this is where the streaming aspect comes into play. So, it's two hours and 28 minutes. Sitting down, watching it on Netflix, I felt the weight of it, um, but it wasn't in the movie theater where you would probably feel it more. The streaming aspect, it definitely helped it out. Yeah, uh, that's why it's a wait for it. Like, that's why in normal terms, it's a wait for it. It's a you feel it when you go over the two hour mark like that that's just a given in any movie yes like in any theater movie like once you hit that two hour mark you're like okay (laughs) yeah um you start start getting antsy and you start yeah and And the same goes for this movie honestly because i was um it takes it a good hour to just get to the premise of getting into the city you know what i mean yeah so they take their time building the characters out which kind of it helps because we're endeared by these characters like we actually like the characters and the cast and the whole entire ensemble so i guess that's um i guess the time they took in that hour to to make sure we like these characters worked out you know but it's just long though dude like I kept looking at the runtime. Every time I paused it, I'm like, why is there so much time left? Like, it, like, yeah. And, and it felt like we've gone through enough of the movie. You're like, shit, why is there an hour left still? So it, it's it's that kind of movie. So that's a big pitfall for this flick, in my opinion. Yeah. And, uh, but this movie has a lot of pros. It does have its cons being, all right, okay, so off the bat, the bad parts about this movie, in my opinion, the runtime and the story. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, digging into full spoilers now. So from this point on, like, uh, yeah, make sure you pause it, go check it out, come, you know, come back and listen to us here. But, uh, full spoilers from here on out, like that, that's also the huge issue. Like you're right. Like you're saying it's the runtime is, is one thing, but then like counter that to, uh, the Snyder cut, which we just like, we praised, we watched like four hours, four hours straight, straight, four hours, straight, four hours straight. And we praised that shit. Yeah. And it like, it didn't feel like the pacing was an issue there. Weirdly. Right. Like it, or I mean, yeah, it does in some parts, but like, but you know why though? Maybe because I think having previously established the characters in justice league and having a previous justice league movie where the story actually came from, we were kind of aware of what was going on. You know what I mean? So like, right. we really didn't need a lot of a, a, a characterization and development because we knew it was fucking Superman and fucking Batman and shit. You know what I mean? That helped the four hours because you didn't have to introduce these characters and build them up. The characters were already introduced and what they did in the four hours was pad them up a little bit expand on their origins like then the flash stuff right. and, and what uh and what wonder woman was doing in england and all that stuff so that was smart because we knew the characters but we as fans of superheroes 
because we wanted to know what the fuck they've been up to. You know what I mean? So right. and that's what here, happened in the first two hours of that movie. But in this one, you get like you get a dope montage right in the beginning, a classic Snyder montage. Yeah, um, no one does them better. Yeah, like honestly, with, yeah. like with, th- those with are a cover kind of-, of what? It, it was a cover of Viva Las Vegas, was it? Right in the beginning? Yeah, yeah. There's a couple Elvis covers. Yeah, yeah. and um, that's honestly, like, the best part of any of, like, Snyder's movies. Yeah. Like, when you get that little opening. Because, like, this time around, too, uh, you know, usually he uses them to get a lot done in the beginning to, to set up, like, a lot. As we saw uh, in Dawn of the like, Dead. Mm-hmm. As we saw in Dawn of the Dead. We saw in Dawn of the Dead. Um, there, I mean... If you want to just start comparing right off the bat, like there, it's a little more efficient in that Dawn of the Dead montage. Way more efficient. Yeah, because here we get a whole story, which I appreciate, though. Like, that's the problem. Like, it sets up, like, some of these characters. Yes. You know, but not, like, all of them. But at the same time, you get, you get like, this extra story of, like, this mother and her daughter. Oh, my God, dude. You know? Yeah. That, that yeah. Was- that's so. That was crazy. That was saying, wild. Like, that was wild. That's what I'm saying. Like at the same time, where I'm like, oh, I wish, I wish he spent it fleshing out the zombie world more. You know, because it does. Like it does introduce us to like you know um, this wild zombie shit going on. But at the same time, it's much better because we get this whole little experience. You know, and then you get this gut punch right at the end of it. Like, and that's right at the beginning of the movie. Yes. You know? Like, so I was like, oh, this is setting the tone for yeah. you know. And I remember you you mentioned as well that that montage pretty much felt like its own movie. You know, um, yeah, because it started you know from nowhere, and then we get the transformations, the zombies, everything going. Going crazy and then we get this ending of like so they had built a, a quarantine zone outside of las vegas with a bunch of shipping containers so the last of the of the fighters were, were trying to get into the quarantine zone when the shipping container was dropped and then you know it was a mother and her daughter stuck there which was it, it was a sight for sure um it was um yeah. it was very well fucking done dude um there it answered all of our questions already because I, I know going in, like, uh, we've talked about this before. We were talking Army of the Dead. We were like, well, what's the point of stealing money in a zombie world? Well, there yes, you go. Exactly. So this so Snyder does some good shit with zombies. Again, we, we have an evolution of the zombie idea. So now it's just like in here, in this world, these zombies are contained into one area. You know, they are they are boxed off and the world's still going around like outside yeah. of it. Yeah. legit the world is still fucking going and it's cool because like in the beginning of that montage you get our main characters which were already in the shit you know like they were already right. fighting zombies and everything like that but then after the quarantine zone was just made they kind of have to live their normal lives now so we see batista flipping burgers in my opinion i'm like hey you know what i think i'd rather flip burgers it, you know but it's wild because you don't really know how the economy is during that time how the yes. world really yes. is you know because you have a city full of fucking crazy like zombies and then you have you know a dude flipping burgers like it's just you know another yeah, day you have it's a, crazy yeah you have a city of zombies you have a quarantine zone around them and like that kind of stuff seems realistic like it, it seems like the way that like our our government would handle such a thing it's even it even goes a little further snyder like you kind of figure out that like trump is probably president in this era it, it you feels know, you like get, it you, you get offhand lines like the president saying, oh, the nuke is like the ultimate celebration of like July 4th. It would be patriotic and it's, stuff like it's, that. It's going to look cool when it blows up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, I'm like, oh, OK. Like, that's a yeah. fun little thing. But um, getting into it, the, the characters themselves are are interesting. Like Snyder does it right. Like, so the problem is that the setup takes too long. But at yeah. the same time, I like a lot of the setup. Yeah, like, that's it, the thing. It's like we're complaining about the length, but then the length was kind of used appropriately in terms of character yeah. development. But then it right. was but then it works against it when it comes to the zombie stuff because there's so much different zombie shit that you have to absorb as a you know, as a, a viewer that you're like, um, what's going on? Because you get proper development of characters, but then you right. get all this other crazy shit thrown at you in terms of zombie stuff what kind of zombies apparently there's different kinds of zombies in that universe there's some shit going on 
where you see blue eyes sometimes on some zombies. Um, yeah. There's a lot of things that aren't really explained that I think shouldn't have been added because of the questions you have. That's the problem, yeah. I feel, ultimately, that you have these, like, really good, well-rounded characters, actually. Even in the little lines they have and the, and the little amount of time we have to actually be with them, you, like, you know, you begin to like these characters. You actually fall for them and that's a testament to the actual writing of the story but then all that good work gets lost in my opinion when we're just thrown into vegas you know because then it's like you said then you have another universe we have to deal with now yeah we have the human world which we're getting accustomed to okay there's a quarantine zone these people still live their lives and blah 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 but now there's a zombie world which as they say in the movie they have their own rules right it's like it's it's a whole legit it's a whole different world and again the pitfall to all snyder movies is that huge creative mind of his it kind of gets him in trouble because there's no borders in that mind of his especially when it comes to um, a medium like netflix where like hey here's all the money go crazy on creativity yeah this is where snyder usually comes in downfall i was telling you yesterday text after i saw this movie it's like in um in sucker punch which i am a fan of the movie but there is a core story in sucker punch but then he was like oh we have the story but then let's go crazy and try to like you know mask it with all these like anime shit and like crazy robot shit and all that stuff so he goes crazy in all his movies and there's no one really to reel him in especially in a netflix kind of medium and this movie it definitely suffers from his creativity and lack of restraint that's the issue because every time i'm like man that's such a cool idea like we were just saying about like the zombies and the zombie world like here you know here he introduces um to the zombie medium like he introduces the idea of a commanding zombie yeah a, a an alpha male gives- pretty much an alpha yeah an alpha zombie that's what they call them the alphas they introduce an alpha that can transform other alphas specifically but then you know then it starts begging the question would it be like wouldn't they all be alphas? exactly right? like, and therein lies the problem too because you have these other form of zombies called shufflers or something or shamblers or something like that yeah shamblers that they kind like, of which which it's cool if you're like you know explaining the whole world and you're only talking about that but then they quickly just say yeah they hibernate and then when it rains they wake up or some shit which yeah, is like and what and honestly those, honestly those are cool ideas i, I thought I that, really idea like that idea would come to fruition when they were sneaking in that you know like in the casino and it was dark and all the zombies were hibernating i thought somebody would set off a sprinkler or something to get them all wet and alive like that would have been a good example of just kind of showcasing the zombie world because you're saying hey there's hibernating don't touch them um don't make a sound but if they get wet like okay that's cool but you don't you don't show me any of that and and that's that's the other thing too like they're uh the advancements of the zombie medium uh they continue like we have a uh, zombie romance we have <laughs> yeah we have zombie we have another zombie baby except this but, time see, it- <laughs> see i'm cool with that though you know what i mean like i'm cool yeah, with that no. but you but you have to figure out what angle you want to take snyder you know like you want to focus on the zombies or you want to focus on the humans but this is why i i told you that this um whole story would serve better in like an eight part like miniseries you know because you can clearly right. go through all the motions of characterization and world development from the first incident because we never really get an explanation as to why that zombie is the way he is he just oh, starts that off first one right from the yes, government the like, alpha, it's a right? government experiment yeah yeah it's a, well it's a government uh, thing but that's what you have to piece together on your own right and you know unfortunately like we we've said this before um you know going to going towards what you were saying about netflix's like openness to all of that like uh there are already like two prequels for uh, this, all of this in the text, works that drives me crazy because like so the prequel like, of that of that original but alpha this is what i'm and, this is exactly what i'm saying dude like yeah, why like, yeah. give us two and a half hours of this and we have all these listen yes it was a cool movie to watch it was fun to watch but we had so many questions at the end of that movie and if you're gonna approve these sequels and prequels you might have just well made it a fucking tv show dude yeah because it's there's a difference between like teasing a a bigger world and leaving us with and and there are good questions and there are bad questions very like there you know when when we ended this we were left with nothing but bad questions we were like well what is what is going on like why are some of the zombies robots why like why are only certain alphas turn the other alphas and then why are zombies why are some zombies have blue fucking eyes right yeah not robots like 
Well, they're the robots. Yeah. But, Those uh, are the robots. But how do you know that? This is what I'm saying. How did you, like, I know there's a robot involved because of a kill, right? Because it looked like mechanical right. on the inside. But where the fuck do these robots come from, dude? Yeah, these are very yeah. highly, like, you know, like specialized looking robots. They look like people. <laughs> so, yeah. That's just, like, <laughs> And then would they have the zombie fucking disease in them? Would they? Would those bites? But you turn see, you into that's what I don't understand. But even even um at the end in the last kill with the alpha zombie, he gets shot in the head. But then you see this blue shit. Yeah, well that one makes sense because he is the government one. So I was like, oh, okay, he's probably like the robot zombie. But you machine. see, you, you keep calling it a robot machine, but this is clearly like it's a. It's clearly it was a soldier that had yeah, that went through either a, a failed it's experiment. It's an android. Or yeah, it's an android, or I forget what the actual proper term is, but like or a cyborg. The, yeah, living dead cyborg. Like that's pretty much what it is. But he's a fucking what, like a T eight hundred over here, bro. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's so like that's such an out there idea for zombies like there that's the difference between like we, like going back to what i was saying like there are a lot of cool evolutions in the zombie idea like the hibernation i like that i yeah. like the fact that you know zombie zombie babies again i don't know what's with snyder and zombie babies and this one was a fetus another, this was a yeah fetus and it, too. Looks, it looks good it's funny because it was like like it's kind it was kind of funny because like you know since zombies are like cold blooded pretty much right like it was yeah, blue and, was thinking, and then it turned was, it turned red into like a warm blooded thing and I guess it died after that yeah <laughs> I was I I had so many questions about that I was like how does it even live you know what is what is life and death for a zombie baby you or was know? it like, blue because of the of the blue shit inside him you don't know yeah you know? but but no uh but uh. Too many questions, oh, Tex. Too many questions yeah. about zombie babies right now. But but that's what I'm saying. Like those are the those are the bad questions. Those are when you don't. In order to do a proper tease, you need to give us enough context yeah. where we can make like an educated guess about it. The fun of the fun of teasing for future stuff is being able to make an educated guess about what you know, knowing enough about what has happened to guess about what could happen in the future. It's you know like, I mean? um, and, and we don't get enough of that here because, yeah. you know, while um, there is this expanded world, much of the focus is spent on this one singular mission. Exactly. Much when it, because yeah, Boom. you get all this, you get all this world building, but when it comes down to it, much of it is just focused on this one story, this one group. There's also this huge idea in the middle of this, Arturo, that like threw me off completely, but also could blow this whole thing up. So, you know, in Vanderho and Dieter in the vault. Oh, my God, have, dude. Like, two of my favorite characters, by the way. Oh, yeah. No. The, so that's the other thing. All the characters are great. Everyone's yeah. great in this. Like Snyder kind of never misses when it comes to like ensemble cast, cast too. look good. Yeah. Yeah. With. When it comes to making a cast look good, making like every every character kind of serve a function and yeah. do something like every, he, he's always good at doing that and like highlighting people I've never seen before, like um, Anna De La Guerra. Uh, I think that's her name. Uh, what else has she done? A, she seems like I have. Have I seen her in uh, maybe some Spanish movies? Maybe. Yeah, uh, she's been in like Narcos and like that's pretty much it. Narcos, oh, Nacho okay. Libre. She was. Oh, you know why? Because. Libre. And she looks like um, there's an actress, a Spanish actress called Paz something that she looks just kind of like her. But um, but yeah, like good for her that she's getting extra work, too. But like that is also another character as um, that was written well. You know, like we get these actors who legit the only name we know is, you know, fucking Dave Batista. Right. And and to his credit like he's gotten so much better in his acting chops dude that yeah, it's like he's good making for the rounds him, dude. dude he is he's making the rounds you know he's smart because he started doing these little roles little you know, supporting roles and stuff like that because he knew exactly and like off the jump he was very humble about his acting stuff he was like um he got into it but 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 he wanted to take the small roles first i remember reading an article about that he wanted to take the small roles first just like in yeah in Blade Runner, he had a small role in that. He had a small role in a uh, in uh, in some other movies. Like when he first started, his real big hit was Guardians of the Galaxy as Drax, dude. But and but, yeah. apparently, dude, he he even turned this down at first. Really, like, he turned it. Yeah, he was saying, uh, I forget who he was speaking to, but. He was saying he looked at the script and didn't want to do it at first because he was like, I don't want to be like in action, like just an action hero. Yes. Like, he, like he it goes along with what you're saying. Yeah, he stated yes. that before that he legit wants to like, 
He doesn't want to be a Rock or a John Cena. Like, like in, in fact, I think John Cena is doing what Batista is doing. He's he's picking his roles wisely, right? He's yes. going for the actual real acting work, you know, like and not just hey, I strap a gun on you and let's go. Like, like yes, right. and this one you do strap a gun on Batista and he goes, <laughs> but. Dude, like even in the in the opening montage, he shows this emotion when the camera's in slow motion when that daughter like and mother gets like squished up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he shows, and I'm like, holy shit! Like the biggest, like, I believe the biggest that. part. Yeah, the biggest part is when he's killing his zombie wife. Like, oh my god, dude! That's, first of all, how have we not seen that in like we we've never seen that part of of like a zombie movie? You know, because. You know, uh, like let's compare this to Dawn of the Dead, right? Like, yeah, we never see, her, um, yeah, we never see Sarah Polly killing the husband either. Yeah, and like, and he, she just kind of moves on because there's yeah. so much chaos going on. But because Army of the Dead exists in a world where all this chaos happened and then returned to normal, you, you're they were able to like focus on like the emotional shit of that, like yeah. on the like, yo, like this is fucked. Like I did some fucked up shit. So going back to uh, Vanderhoe and Dieter in the vault, there's a part where Vanderhoe's like, these are the these are us before, uh, like this is us in an alternate timeline, and like it shows like um, Tignataro's shirt. I forget her name, but uh, her character's name, but that's Tignataro Davis, and, right? Like, Davis or something like that. Peters, Peters, yeah, Peters, yeah, yeah, Peters, yeah. And it's like, oh, this is us in an alternate timeline. And how much you want to bet that that shit's actually part of this universe? Like, how much you want to bet that this is all just time loop shit? And like, cause, yeah, but. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's another fucking idea thrown into all this. But, like, there's no time to explore it because yeah, we're yeah. in we're in one of these loops. We're in just this story of, yeah. like, of, of these people breaking into the vault. Going back to what you're saying, it's, it's good people. We do, to, we do complain about the buildup, how it literally, they don't get to the actual scene of the fucking action until, like, an hour and 30 minutes in. <laughs> or, no, I don't think it's an hour and 30 no, minutes. No, no, about, like, like 49 to it's 50 an- minutes in, yeah, they go into Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember the first death doesn't happen until an hour and 30 minutes. Uh, with, well, uh, Jace. what's her name? No, no, the first death. Uh, well, because, because you see, we see plenty of deaths, like, in the, you know, in the montage, in the intro. Oh, I mean, uh, the first main, yeah. like, main ensemble death. Yeah. Like, the first death in the team. That kind of surprised me, because she was, like, fighting her way out, and she was, like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Summers, or, no, not Summers, Chambers. Chambers, there we oh, go. Oh, yes, uh, Guzman's girlfriend, or Gu- yeah. Girlfriend of Jace, right? Yeah, like yeah. Th- that's another great example of a character who you know you're not really supposed to give a shit about, but then you know they do enough uh, to develop her where she's like, oh, you know, she's onto this fucking asshole already off the bat. I like her, you know, she's tough, you know. So that's a- another good example of how Snyder w- was able to bring these actors who were haven't done much, and uh, you know, it gave them a, you know a solid role in a movie, and. Uh, when she yeah, dies, she had the she had like the actual like first real like zombie fight like that was kind of yes. wild too like yeah, yeah I didn't like I honestly thought I honestly thought she was gonna survive to make it out to be like yo this guy fucking tried to kill me but then you know then it pulls the swerve of a him like locking her out and I'm like ah. But then, then she, that's, okay, so that's that's my problem, too. There's a lot of weird <laughs> shit in it. Because, like, she makes it out, and Guzman's, like, standing right there. I'm like, shoot the zombies. I'm like, dude, like, yeah, you can your friend here. You, technically, you can shoot two zombies at once with one bullet, right? According to your little YouTube yeah. video, buddy. Yeah, and I'm like, and they were just they were just there grabbing her before they took any bites, and I'm like, I don't know that that yeah kind of yeah it, it was like it's yeah, it's little yeah. it's little decisions, especially when he was right there. You're right, especially when she was right when he was right there, and she actually had a chance to escape them too. Like yeah. you know because she busted through that window right, and then everyone heard what was going on, but he was able to be like, come on, let's go, you know. And but yeah, he stood there and was like, come on, let's go, instead of like trying to help her. Yeah, like, you know. It's little decisions like that that keep snowballing and make make it like oh you. Uh, but this why is why this this is why the story got a big fat zero <laughs> when it came to my grading you know scale because the more right. I thought about the story the more questions I had but the questions weren't you know to to progress the story it was questions about the technical decisions made uh, for instance big big fucking faux pas that I fucking was telling Tex about was the very end so. Vanderhoe got himself bit at some point in the vault and he survives a nuclear blast. 
He escapes the vault somehow, which I thought was closed. I don't know how vaults really work. I thought they closed themselves, but whatever. Yeah, um, I was like, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't even bother. Don't bother. So then, uh, yeah, I, I wrote it off through like action movie rules. But you can't. By that point, we were already like, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But, but you can't. But I but told you, can't. like, you can't. You can get away with that shit if you give me ninety minutes of fucking action. You know what I mean? And then you end yeah. the movie. But you gave me two hours and 28 minutes of story, yet you can't explain how this guy supposedly got bit in the vault, made it all the way out of the vault without becoming a zombie, made it past, uh, like, a post-nuclear bomb without getting radiated, right? And then made right. it to a fucking... He he, made, he makes it to a gas station, steals a car, right? And then goes to a fucking li- little airport and rents a fucking private jet without becoming a zombie. And then at the end of the movie, he's like, oh, I have a bite. Oh, g- good luck, Mexico, wherever he was going, you know, or New Mexico, whatever. But that's the setup for a sequel or some shit. But it's like, honestly, the most annoying thing because you see Batista turning because yeah. he gets bit by the alpha and you see him turning um, after the helicopter crashes, which is probably about maybe a five minute, a five the yeah, 10 minute time between like it's the literally instant it's literally dude, instant dude like, i have yeah. a big problem with that and the fact listen i liked vanderho's character but i thought he was dead you know what i mean or, or i thought he was just kind of forgotten it'd be cool just to kind of just write him off like that like just uh, uh, get him off the frame like that you know i, I mean i mean this movie is just fine with forgetting things like gita fucking gita like don't did she die don't fucking get is me she, started with gita all right did like, gita fucking oh die at the end like is, listen is, batista is, and his daughter could have been fucking alive if it was not for gita i you know i hope she fucking died tex all right Dude, <laughs> I, see and that that's why the story also bothers me because like I was so fucking annoyed with his daughter. Like I was a terrible person, like terrible first impression of her when she's like, I'm coming too. And I'm like, this is the stupidest. I'm taking care of her kids and I feel responsible. I got to go save her. And in my head, I'm like, if you're taking care of her kids, stay there. Take care of the kids. This is what Batista said at the end of the movie. He's like, here, take this money. Do right by them, right? Go take care of those kids, bro. Because <laughs> obviously Gita like, was a lost cause, bro. Like, I'm also curious why they were being kept alive. Well, the, maybe that was for some uh, breeding purposes, maybe. Yeah, like that was kind of explained through like I, I kind of put it together through like the alpha thing. Like yeah. it was, you know, it, making more queens. And I, I kind of think that that's what happened to Coyote. You know, because, like, you know, when she gets speared, like, she's not exactly dead, but then you see the alpha kind of, like, sniffing her. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe they it turned Coyote into, like, a queen before well, she fucking well, died I mean, or it, some it, shit like Well, I mean, it makes sense, because they killed his queen, right? So he's looking for a new right. queen, which, which I think he was also aiming for uh, Batista's daughter, too, as well. It's like, all right, yeah. you know, I can't have her. I mean, fucking just grab you then, you know? Um, right. But again, like, but that's then, another concept. But those are just... Yes. Yeah, those are just more questions that those are just, just left ideas in the fucking... That are yeah. just, you know, <laughs> made into fruition, but never kind of fleshed out fully. Um, which is a shame, because, <sighs> I, like... Ugh, Tex, it's it's just so much. Um, because yeah, dude, like, you have very cool zombie ideas that have, have never been done before. You God, know what I mean? Zombie, zombie tiger, zombie horse. Uh, like, the zombie horse was so dope. You know the the, you, the idea of a zombie alpha sounds great. Even though we've got we've we technically got that idea in like Land of the Dead and stuff like that. When uh, yeah, like the, the the super advanced zombie. Yeah, but those know, weren't but, good movies though, Tex. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, um, but yeah, you're right. Like there were, there's a bunch of concepts that this is why I wish we had more time in 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 way of a TV series. Not more time as in a longer fucking movie, but more time as in more episodes to just absorb all this because you have a lot of good zombie concepts and Snyder's honestly like. That's his niche, man. Whether he likes to admit it or not, like that horror zombie shit, like he's been doing it since Dawn of the Dead. And honestly, no one's done it as good as him. Maybe just the guy who directed Train to Busan, right? Like after Dawn of the Dead, the Train to Busan zombies were the next best thing I saw in in zombie world. You know what I mean? But now you you have this and you're like, fuck, it's a great concept. You have a main zombie. You have um what seems to be a killer kind of super soldier zombie serum or something. That's a concept there. You have the, the shambers. You have the fact that you have zombie animals now. You know what I mean? That's fucking yeah. dope. The fact that the, the alpha made himself a helmet because he knew to protect his skull. You have all these right. things that I want explanations for. Like I want to get fleshed out, but Zach... 
you don't have time for this shit, dude. Especially in a two hour and a half movie. Like, no, man. No, 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 no. This is why the movie has some high points in terms of characters, zombies, production. The whole movie looks fucking great. They definitely didn't spare any expense. The CG looks great. They have some really good gore in the movie. And as you mentioned yesterday, the gore doesn't really start up until maybe the last act of the movie is when it kind of ramps up. But um, it's essentially an action movie at the heart of it. You know, it, it, it's a heist. You know, it's like um, it's like a, a fast five, you know, like like it, it was yeah. a heist gone wrong and shit, dude. Yeah, it's an action movie where like all the characters like have a nickname and like, you know, it's they're just one name characters who like who look cool, have cool weapons and like are are skilled in what they do. And like, I don't mind that. Some of the deaths actually took me by surprise. Dude, like, uh, yo, yeah, the biggest the biggest one was uh, Anna de la Regetta again. Yo, like, but her- like like she went out so fucking quick. And it's funny. They were like ready to just, OK, let's go find my daughter. The elevator opens up fucking alpha zombies come out head snaps i think that was awesomely done because it was just so abrupt and and you didn't see that coming you didn't see that shit coming at all dude it was legit a surprise because it's not a zombie death like it's not a it's not a oh i'm gonna bite her in the neck and then you're like ah no it's it's just so fucking sudden and you get the you get the visual of her looking looking him like looking dave batista's straight and then the the snap of the collarbone too like the collarbone snaps out of her shoulder and like that kind of gives you a visual of how how much force was used to kind of just fucking twist her neck and it's insane like and you know what her her face doesn't change and she's just looking fucking locking eyes with him and you're and that's a perfect moment moment. it's a perfect moment to kill her too because if you want to be a fucking bastard about shit you kill her in that moment because that's the moment when batista and her realize oh shit we can have a relationship after this is all said and done and shit and then no you just keep ripping shit away from batista which i think yeah that's, that's also part of the character shit too yeah and that's good horror like, the, like it's legitimately a good horror moment because yeah. it, it's like, you know, it's the hero loses all hope kind of moment. Yeah. And like, but at the same time, it's also a good death. Like it's a brutal death. It's, it's, it kind of fulfills some of the, like, cause we don't, the, the deaths we get before that are kind of, kind of lame. Like we get the, you know, shooting the gas tank and like the, yeah there's, there's a little shit. too, there's too many of those for my taste where like the, an explosion happens and either someone's standing right in front of it or they're like running into a door away from it. I don't know. That that kind of stuff always bothers me in movies. Yeah. <laughs> like you're, sta- you're standing right next to the explosion. I don't know. What's, but, um, um, uh, what's y- your favorite uh, gore moment of the movie? That's tough because like, like you said before, there's not a lot of gore until like, there's but not there a lot are of some- traditional but there are some like wicked fucking like just death scenes there though. Yeah, like it's weird cuz it's not traditional zombie gore, right? Like no, it's, it's not. It, there's no like there's no like it, biting it, it, somebody over. It's not guts and like tendons getting yeah. ripped up and stuff like that. You know, it's more um it's more of the along, along the lines of which kind of zombie is doing the kill, right? Dude, I think I think my favorite moment is actually the zombie fetus. Nice. I really like very nice. I really like the way it looks. Yeah. Like it, it looks like it looks cool. It's it's a brutal kind of fucking moment because Yeah, for sure. Know, the zombies have no dialogue. It's kinda like they're kinda like mutant shit. Yeah. Like mutant Morlock kind of fucking society shit. Yeah, like and the like, sun monsters. Yeah, I I like I like the visual of him reaching into the her fucking womb and yeah. fucking pulling it out and then just having the mass of fucking goo. Like yeah, that was dope. Hands, like, so I'm like, I, I think like in terms of like gore or in terms of just like production in terms like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, My favorite one comes um during the montage in the beginning when um I keep forgetting her name, uh, Batista's love interest, um, uh, right. when she gets on that minigun and just fucking wailed oh, at that one zombie and you see it just right. get ripped apart it, it bit just, by bit up until it's like nothing ex- yeah, i thought that was yeah. so dope and the fact that they threw that in there right away kind of satiated your bloodlust for the moment you know what i mean so like you were able to kind of go through an hour of the movie without kind of seeing a good kill <laughs> because of that like montage so i think like yeah the montage was a little long but i think it served its purpose in terms of uh, giving us uh the gore and the character but you know what though but you said it like that montage itself was like a little movie so that's why i feel that that you know the the beginning of the movie honestly is 
the best part of the movie because mm. you go around and you get a little bit of everything. You get this cool a character development where it shows like the main characters like uh, holding a picture frame of their previous life. Yeah, right? that's a cool spider. Yeah. That's a cool spider yeah. thing. Like, yeah, and uh, cool. and then you get you know the Elvis cover. Um, but by the way, he has too many fucking covers. The guy has to use some kind of like non covers at some point in time. Snyder, I mean, that's such a that's Snyder the thing. Other thing- yeah, because, like, and that's ever since something fucking Watchmen. You, yeah, that's something you kind of accept with the whole package, right? Yeah, because yeah, Snyder do. does Snyder does come from, like, music video roots, and, like, part of me gets that idea. Like, uh, you know, the the teenager in me who's like, oh, I'd want to put that song with the movie. I'd want yeah, to, oh, no, this no, song for would sure. be good with the movie. That's you know probably what I mean? exactly how he's thinking, too. He's like, oh, my yeah. God, a cover of Elvis's Viva Las Vegas right here? Oh, dude. A cover, no, a cover of fucking <laughs> Zombie. We got to yeah. throw in there. Yeah. Like, it's so, like, that's the thing. Like, with Snyder, he's so, like, fucking on the nose. It's It goes, it swings back around to be, like, for me, I'm like, oh, okay, I dig it. I'm like, it's so fucking. It's yeah, it was so very cheeky. Snyder. Yeah, yeah. It, it was very Snyder-esque, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, it's but, just something you accept. Like, yeah, it's but, something you just. <laughs> I know, but in two hours and 30 minutes, he did it quite a bit with those covers, though, man. Yeah, that's. He hit you hard see, with those covers in that first hour alone, bro. Dude, it. It comes back to that at the end of the day, doesn't it? Like, it really does. At the, end, yeah. at the end of the day, no matter how much you like like certain parts, like I can highlight, I can highlight a lot of like little dialogue moments and stuff I really like. Like I, I like Guzman. I like the whole yeah, like dude. I surprisingly so. I like Guzman as well. I, I thought his character at first was like, why are we adding this character to the fold? But like you know, if, if, if for the little bit he does, he was not bad at all. Yeah, I thought he was there to bite it. Uh, but mm-hmm. no, like he ended up being like one of the core members of that fucking team, you know, like I was like, oh, OK. And I like the idea of someone being a, a like a, a YouTuber, a fucking influ- like a yeah. social media influencer in a zombie world. You know it makes I mean? sense. I, that I, makes I, sense, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, it, you're right. It would make sense that like someone would go viral by like killing zombies and, like, by killing zombies. And right. Yeah. But, yeah, and, um, like, uh, <laughs> but it's like that, like. It's like we've been saying, the characters are good. Yeah. The zombies are dope. It just kind of gets lost in the creativity of everything, you know? Um, yeah. The there's direction too, of everything kind too of- too much. Yes, exactly. There's too much. Like, And it's a shame because you have a good, a central core story, which is that heist gone wrong pretty much. You know what I mean? Um yes. That alone would have been fine. But again- Zack Snyder wants to blow his load every reel he gets, you know what I mean? So he wants to show you more zombies. He wants to show you more concept, more universe building stuff. But it's like, hey, like, I don't need a universe right now, dude. I just need a movie, you know? Dude, and it and it sucks because there's already a big universe tease in there with, yes. like, Tanaka. And Tanaka, the fact that he wants the zombie head more than, like... The actual money yes, that he sent them for. Yeah, great point. We almost forgot to point out that that was the whole point of the heist was to yeah. gather the head in order to kind of make batches of some yeah, kind of serum to control zombies and make their own zombie army. And there's your universe right there. Like there, oh, there's there you your tease. Text. Like that explains it. Army of the Dead. They wanted to make their own fucking army. It's funny because yeah. when I, when I heard uh, the, the title, I was like, oh, there's probably some like military shit going on. You know what I mean? Like maybe they have like a horde of armies or like a horde of zombies or something like that. But now it's like it kind of, it's kind of clear. It seems like, like you said, again, another universe thing with Tanaka having this agenda and having shown that he has set people in there before, you know, right. uh, to try and do the same thing with with the money being the cover up for the real plan, which was trying to get ahead of one of, of one of the alphas in order to study it, to kind of break it down, to kind of weaponize it pretty much. Right, and there's your tease right there, but instead you've got all the, it's just, it. there's a good movie here, and yeah. it's honestly, like, that's the that's the thing. At the end of the day, I don't mind that I watched it, you know? Yeah. It took me it took me two different tries to, like, see the whole thing. I had to tap out, because I was like, I'm good. <laughs> good for, you know, I, I tapped out, but, like, basically when they got to Las Vegas, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna save this. <laughs> save but again, this did you see, like, because it felt like watching a TV show. It's like, okay, cool. We got to the point where now they're gonna, like, episode three, pretty much, is when they get into the into Vegas, because you're already right. almost an hour into it, so that's two episodes already passed, right? So you, yeah, you're already, yeah. yeah, you're already an hour in when you start getting into stuff. But like we said, um, if you got 
nothing else to do right now, you have, you know, on a Sunday or something, watch it on Netflix. If you have Netflix, yeah. just feel free to watch it. Um, if you have Netflix, feel free to not watch it. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? It's, um, it's, it's, it's not a bad use of time. Like, well, yeah. that's the thing. Like, I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not like upset. I watched it. No, it, it, like, it's I not a terrible were, movie. I, it's not a terrible yeah. movie, but it's a Zack Snyder movie. Yeah, so it's, so it, it's got gonna, all of those problems. Yeah, yeah, so it's obviously he's very polarizing. You either love his shit or you don't. I usually tend to like his shit, but like right. um, over the years, it's like, hey, kind of start reeling it in a little bit. Start kind of not dumbing it down, but taming your ideas a little bit. Save save some more for the sequel, you know, like yeah. save some morsels in case you actually get greenlit for something else, you know, involving the universe. Don't just give me everything and expect me to dissect and like, you know, put I, everything in order, you know? I think it's because he gets he gets green lights for whatever he's gonna do. I think that's the thing. At this point, like he's he's developed so much clout over the years, he's just gonna be able to do what he wants. And this is this is Zack Snyder's world now, you know? So it's like, we're, uh, we're just gonna... Alright, I mean, listen, if he's gonna do whatever, whatever he wants, he better fucking make him short, man, because I don't mind <laughs> him being creative, but, like, I do mind wasting two hours and a half on something, though. At the end of the day, I am glad that Snyder is getting to do whatever the fuck he wants. You know, part of me is glad about that. I'm like, yo, he, he earned it after all the justice league shit he went through yeah, yeah. i was i was like you know what you earned like you earned this blow off like this is this is his creative blow off like this is you know but then once that creative blow off turned into like oh we need prequels and we need sequels and yeah need that's where I, yeah and, uh, that's where like, i kind of oh, draw the line honestly yeah. but um but yeah folks go check it out if you are in the mood and have two and a half hours to waste um if not um you can do two things you can either A, go watch Dawn of the Dead and then listen to our accompanying episode for Dawn of the Dead. Or B, <laughs> go watch Train to Busan and then listen to our company episode of Train to Busan as well. Um, it's back in the archives, folks. Yeah, um, the, yeah. we did a whole zombie episode. We, we did a whole zombie a... episode and Train to Busan was the main attraction for that one for sure. Yes, um, yes. So go listen to that in the archives, folks. Um Go watch Dawn of the Dead, which I still think is one of the best zombie movies ever made. Um, and the beginning of Snyder's crazy ideas and stuff, man. It's probably his best movie, too. It, like, his best overall if, movie? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, if we're being honest, like, yeah. like thinking about all his movies, uh, I would say either that or maybe 300. I really like 300 like in terms of like what it is and what it does. Yeah. Yeah, but... But Dawn of the Dead is just better at what it is and what it does. You know, yes, like, agreed, agreed. Yeah. Um, um, three hundred is a little bit like um, the imagery gets a bit too corny and too much for me sometimes, especially after watching yeah. it. Like, like a couple of times, like, okay, I get it. You're, you're cool. You know, I, I get it. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that stuff doesn't really click into place until uh, Snyder cut Justice League. Yeah, you know, where exactly. You're like, oh, okay, these, these are cool characters. They deserve <laughs> to be treated like such, right? And you know what, but, folks? A bunch of you guys are cool characters out there. And thank you for listening. <laughs> Tex, you're a cool character. Thank you for being with us. I'm a cool character. I'm Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And thank you guys for listening to episode 68 of an official Court Street podcast, The Morgue. And thank you to Glenn for the music and thank you to Dell for the artwork uh, go check us out on Facebook Instagram and Twitter S same for the Morgue podcast we have a Facebook we have an Instagram and an, a Twitter for that as well um, so stay tuned for that stuff uh, stay tuned for the full written review of Army of the Dead coming out uh, and again folks it's a scary world out there but we're here to walk you through it <laughs>